0: Good morning. It's lovely to speak to you guys.
1: Absolutely. It's been a while, Emma, but uh, thank you for making time to speak to us. Interesting times. Um, I mean, we see tours almost every hour. We see trolling almost every second. I mean, it is all just happening. And uh, I, I personally believe, Emma, that a lot of people are are really frustrated and some just not in the right headspace. And that's why we're seeing a lot of negativity um, on social media as well. But there are consequences for some of these things. I mean, we've seen people flouting regulations and being caught on social media, etc. Uh, As far as the laws are concerned with social media, have they been a lot tougher in this time of lockdown?
0: So I think that's the only big change we've seen from a legal point of view. Um, the one that affects our privacy, and that is the extent to which government is using contact tracing. So the extent mm. to which that they are monitoring where we are at all times. And that starts to feel just a little bit big brotherish, you know, when I sometimes when I go to the shops and then I think, gosh, now the government knows that I've gone to the shops because they have access to my location. I don't think people need to panic about that. The point of using contact tracing using cell phone data is that very, very effective. You know, if I need to work out, if I've been diagnosed with COVID-19 and I need to work out who I've been in contact with, it is a very effective way of doing it using your location information on your phone. The other huge change we've seen is this new fake news offense, which basically mm-hmm. means that people can be arrested, um, they can be charged criminally, they can be fined, uh, they can be jailed for up to six months. If they intentionally send... Fake news. It's important that there's a requirement there for with an intention to deceive, and it only relates to, inter- to information around COVID. So it's got to be information around uh, either the di- disease, uh, what government's mm. doing about the disease, or somebody's status, somebody's infection status. Um, mm. So I think a lot of freedom of expression advocates were very upset about this. You know, uh, government is telling us what we can and can't say. I think that it's it's constitutionally sound. Um, by that I mean it's okay, this infringement, because it's limited. It's got to be about COVID, and you've got to be intending to deceive people. And frankly, Mo, sure. if people want to cause harm by sending fake news, I think they should be prosecuted.
1: I, I totally agree with you there, Emma. In fact, um, it almost leads me to you know, my next talking point around some of the matters legally that you've had to deal with recently that you've been approached with, one or two that you'd like to share with us.
0: Oh, I mean, you were talking earlier, just as you were introducing me about how you think people aren't in a good space, a headspace, and people are frustrated. You know, more than that is we're spending so much time online. So the kinds of cases that I see all the time, uh, which people had kind of after hours to do because they were either at school or university or at work during the day, they seem to have all this time now. So I've seen a lot of cases where people have maliciously got involved in extortion cases, So soliciting Mm. naked pictures out out of somebody that they meet online. Uh, Because Mm. everything's happening online now, a lot more Mm. dating and meeting people is happening online. People send naked pictures. Then that person turns around and says, send me 5,000 rand to my e-wallet, or I'm going to send this to your grandmother, or put it online, or put it on your Facebook page, or send it to your boss, and I've got all your contacts. And people freak out and they pay. I'm seeing Mm -hmm. a lot more of the really ugly bullying. You know, I was helping a 13-year-old girl last week who on Instagram received all these death and rape threats from somebody who <laughs> knew so much about her. So it was obviously somebody who is, I don't know, in her class or, or knows her socially, sure. um, because it was very detailed. So we de- we're seeing a lot more of those awful bullying type cases. I'm seeing people just causing trouble, like creating There's these there's these uh, sex websites out there. And then people just just randomly creating an advert for somebody um, and saying, if you want a good time, phone this person. And then this person is getting all of these messages. You know, it's, it's crazy the kinds of cases I'm seeing. So um, I, I suppose we've also seen a lot of arrests because of fake news. Um, mm. And 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 just dealing with all the fake news is is a big deal. And then I suppose what we're also seeing, Mo, is a lot of snitching. <laughs> you know, snitches, snitches, that <laughs> up and did uh, you know, I, uh, particularly yeah. when the lockdown was at level five, uh, taking a picture of somebody going for a run and being like, oh, yes. this person doesn't think the laws yes. are rules, I mean, the is, rules there, is there
1: a consequence to that? If I, if I do that, um, I thought it was within my right to snitch on my neighbor for jogging when they're not allowed to.
0: Yeah, well, it is. So I think that the sentiment has changed a little bit because I think people feel like a lot of the laws and rules and regulations are very arbitrary at the moment. But certainly at the beginning, Um, if you had phoned me and said that my neighbor's just gone for a run in the middle of the day, I am upset about it, I want to put a photo of them doing this on Facebook, from a legal point of view, you're allowed to do that. Because firstly, you would be infringing their privacy, but you're allowed to infringe somebody's privacy where it's in the public interest. And to notify Mm. the public that somebody is doing something illegal is in the public interest and it would also mm. be defamation because you're hurting that person's reputation you're saying that that is yeah. doing something illegal but you count the same people provided what you're saying is true and for the benefit of the public and if i totally. saw it and i know it's true then i'm happy for you to do it what i do worry about though is that you take a picture of somebody and you say i've just seen this person going for a run um or you take an old like a stock photo like their facebook profile yeah. picture oh we see that person. all
1: the time all the time yeah mm. <laughs>
0: Uh, lives next door to me. But then actually it might just be your ex-girlfriend who you're upset with. Um, And then I share it. That's what I get worried about, is when people share it without knowing the truth. Provided what you know is true and for the benefit of the public, then you're, then you're allowed to say it the same way. Sure.
1: But I love the fact that you mentioned earlier about the consequences and that you can you know, you know, have lawsuits against you, that you can find yourself in prison as well. So we need to be wise and uh, we need to be uh, on the right side of it all. Emma, it's always a pleasure chatting to you just to get perspective on what's happening out there. And uh, as I said earlier, people are losing it on social media. I hope it ends really soon.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I suppose the one thing we didn't speak about was this Bianca Scumbi case that happened last week.
1: Oof, yeah. Um, in fact, uh, we cover that quite a lot extensively on this show, but we'll pick your brain on such matters uh, on another occasion. We are out of time. Thanks for that, Emma. Um, love your work. And we constantly follow you for so much in the space of social media law. over All right. As far as we're concerned, we're done. Thank you very much for um, engaging with us throughout the morning on The Morning Flavor and we'll be back again tomorrow. Good morning. Yeah, good day and good And good vibes.